The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Hello, and welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, for Tuesday, June 5th. I'm your host, Terry Arango, with my returning guest, Dr. Roy Dittman, whose son recovered from Asperger's Syndrome. Dr. Dittman is a doctor of Oriental Medicine, a doctor of Sri Lankan Medicine, a master in Herbal Medicine, and more. And he is the author of the upcoming book titled The Brighton Baby, A Revolutionary Organic Approach to Having an Extraordinary Child, The Complete Guide to Preconception and Conception. I'm excited about this book. And part one of this interview aired on April 17th. Welcome back, Dr. Dittman. Good morning, Terry. Today we're highlighting zinc. So let's start off with the benefits and necessity of zinc in the body. Well, it would take a whole book to describe that, but I think, you know, what we're, we're really focused on here in this conversation is, is the relationship and ratio of copper to zinc in the body. Uh, which can be accurately measured, and the functions and roles of zinc that we're concerned most about is is how it affects the copper levels and um, how it affects our hormone levels, how it affects the immune function, for instance, and um, and other critical uh, functions like zinc, zinc transcriptase. Uh, it's a metalloenzyme that's responsible for transcribing every. Uh, you know, DNA uh, cellular particle in our body. Okay. I think that's more like what I was talking about insofar as benefits and necessity of zinc in the body. What does it do to enzymes? Is it flipping any switches anywhere? Yes, absolutely. I mean, for instance, uh, zinc is responsible for uh, or correlated uh, in some way or another to many hormones, such as the adrenal and sex steroids, uh, very much linked to thyroid function, growth hormone function, uh, especially uh, a precursor for insulin and pancreatic function, um, and it's critical to gut um, abnormalities if zinc's in deficiency relative to copper and copper is in excess. Uh, people tend to have yeast uh, or mold fungal overgrowth phenomenon in their gut, leading to all kinds of bowel disorders and absorption problems. So zinc uh, has an extremely important role in many functions, even thymus function as well. Um, and in the intestines, uh, many things are occurring there which are critical for absorption and function of hormones as well. Okay, and we know that the mom's hormonal health and her thyroid and her yeast status, all of these things are important to preconception, correct? 
Yes, exactly. And, and you know, what I've observed in my career since 1983 is that when uh, a mom has high copper relative to zinc, and remember the copper is accumulating primarily in the liver and in the brain, um, this is pretty much dumped into the, to the fetus's brain and liver. And uh, so you see more incidences of, uh, uh, you know, colic because the liver is congested. Almost all babies are born with congested livers. So one of the things that causes congestion is excess copper uh, because it accumulates there. If it can't find glutathione, what it does is it, it's, it circulates as a kind of a free-roaming metal ion, and it can also interfere quite dramatically in neurotransmitter function in the brain. So the, the fetal brain has almost no defenses to defend itself. It doesn't have a developed immune system yet. So it's much more toxic to the developing fetal brain than to, you know, say, our brain. So what may seem like we're, you know, well, we're completely normal and we think we're with a mate who's normal. It's true. We have we adapt to these changes because we have working uh, liver and kidneys and immune system. But the fetal, you know, the fetus has, doesn't have these advantages. So um, that's why so, so many children are born with these toxicities, and we find, you know, not until sometimes till they're four years or older that they have problems with autism spectrum disorders. So that's why we're really focusing, very much emphasizing in every talk, every book, every written paper, that we, we must do these things. We must eliminate and balance and strengthen these organs and glands uh, correlating to zinc and copper, in particular what we're talking about here, preconception. This right. should be focused on preconception. I want to get back to a couple of things you said and ask you about them. You mentioned that almost all babies are born with congested livers. Is that nowadays or is that back in the 1950s and 60s? Well, that's a great question because, you know, if you look at, you know, our grandparents and our parents' generation, these problems weren't uh, as uh, severe as they are today. And so what happened is the question. Uh, the, The short answer is, yes, there's... There is something that's occurring that's causing uh, this excess copper problem. So one of the things that uh, we find is like, you know, in the the 60s, probably less than 5% of women in America had copper toxicity. Um, And today, probably over 80% have it. Wow. um, And what's even worse is when you look at uh, destroyed gut bacteria, when you look at uh, increased drug use, both illegal and legal, um, NSAIDs, uh, you know, uh, vaccinations. These these things all pile up to cause more and more gut disruption, and it's all interrelated to how uh, copper uh, functions in the brain ultimately. Um, okay, so. so is it just um, a function of copper excess? that impacts zinc levels, or are there other environmental contaminants that impact zinc levels? Well, right. I mean, you know, some of the things that have contributed to excess copper relative to zinc are more vegetarian diets. I'm not trying to put that down. In fact, I'm fully, you know, aligned with that. I was a vegetarian myself for 15 years. Um, But it comes with with problems. If someone's vegan or vegetarian, 
they tend to have, I think, a more, the, more chance of having an autistic child because they use, their diet is high in things like um, rice and soy and carbohydrates, usually, um, which um, bind, you know, have phytates in them, and that phytic acid binds the zinc, similar to what limes does in the body. Um, so, uh, in addition, we have phytoestrogens in the form of, you know, pesticides and other uh, pollutants that, um, you know, plastics and so forth, turn uh, are estrogenic. They're est- uh, xenoestrogens. So, um, if someone already has high copper and they have xenoestrogens and they have uh, a vegan diet uh, rich in, you know, rice and soy, uh, it's it's a it's a, a quite a disastrous combination, and that's what kind of woke me up to this problem early on, way back actually in seventy seven seventy eight when I was teaching prenatal yoga. I observed so many people from different spiritual and religious communities who were really good people who were trying to do what's best for their bodies and their health, and they believed their map of health was to be vegetarian. But I saw quite a few. Um, really a, a, a lot of birth defects happening, and uh, sadly, you know, the parents were devastated because their map was, wow, we're real healthy. We should have perfectly healthy children. So it caused me to reevaluate my belief systems and reevaluate uh, my lifestyle. Are there environmental contaminants that uh, bind zinc, like uh, cadmium or mercury? Excellent point. Yeah, um, you know, like where I live in in Anaheim, California, you know, we have Disneyland, and you know, things like fireworks uh, contain cadmium, and uh, tires uh, contain cadmium. Uh, this is a new problem. The last two hundred years or hundred years, we've nanoparticleized uh, heavy metals, and it's have a it has a tremendously detrimental effect upon our genetics and our gene expression. Cadmium is a perfect example of what replaces zinc in the body. So if you're deficient in zinc, uh, what happens actually is your body won't let go of these heavy metals. In fact, it's, it's hard to get rid of them. And, and people who, um, uh, for instance, are slow oxidizers, that means they have like slow thyroid, slow pituitary, slow adrenal function, they'll tend to uh, accumulate these heavy metals without being able to eliminate them. So the reason why I mentioned Disneyland is that fireworks are uh, loaded with cadmium, usually. Um, and I, I remember testing my father in 1997, who's a, a nuclear scientist, and, and he, um, he had prostate cancer. He was diagnosed with it then. And I said, well, has, has your doctors, you know, tested you for heavy metals? And they said, no. I said, well, let's do that. And he was loaded with cadmium. And yeah, you know, I don't know where he got it from, but, uh, you know, we live right in the line of fire, <laughs> these fireworks display. So, I, you know, we analyzed our soil a little, and we found it was high in cadmium. So these kind of things are, some of these things are blind spots, and that's what I like to, what I'm covering in the book is these blind spots, things that normally parents wouldn't think of, but they should. You have a theory about autism, that involves high copper, and I think you've begun to allude to it. So why don't you run it down for us? We have two minutes before the break. Yes. Well, the theory is this, and it's not, it's not mine, really. It's, uh, there's plenty of research uh, correlating autism to high copper relative to zinc. And, 
you know, the, 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 the basis of that is that um, you're talking about at, a, the, at the very level of gene expression, you know, RNA transcriptase is copper dependent. It's a copper metalloenzyme. So that means in every cell in, in, uh, in your body, you're transcribing RNA uh, through this copper metabolism, you know, copper-based uh, metal metalloenzyme. Um, and uh, if, if copper is running free in your body in excess, it causes a string of problems correlating to not only mental uh, disorders, uh, schizophrenia, um, um, and even psychosis when it's really high with other heavy metals. Um, it also correlates to all kinds of gut problems, skin problems, hyper-emotional problems, um, depression, um, and, and manic states as well. Because uh, if it's unbound, it can, and, and people say are dehydrated and they don't sleep well and have other problems, it can easily turn into adrenochrome in the brain and cause a whole cascade of problems. Um, so it actually can become very serious fast when combined with other heavy metal exposure. Okay, so let's watch out for swimming pools with copper pipes and such. We will pick up on this when we come back to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel with our guest, Dr. Roy Dittman. Thank you to our sponsors, Oxy Health and Superberries. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back with Dr. Roy Dittman, and we're talking about things found in his book, The Brighton Baby, A Revolutionary Organic Approach to Having an Extraordinary Child, The Complete Guide to Preconception and Conception. And before the break, we were talking about copper. I actually um, noted a, an excerpt of the book that talked about your theory about autism that invi- involves high copper, Dr. Dittman. Uh, can I read it to, to uh, listeners, or sure, would yes. you rather? Hello? Yes, uh, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. 
It says, my theory of autism begins with the fact that copper is a superconductor of electricity in the body. It activates and excites the brain and nervous system. It is like putting your nervous system into an electrical socket. In short, copper tends to make people brilliant, artistic, creative, and integral thinkers. The downside of copper is that it also heightens the effects of secondary toxins like heavy metals, vaccine toxins, and environmental chemicals. In addition, this pattern tends to enhance excitotoxic reactions from mercury and foods like MSG and aspartame. So someone with a balanced low copper zinc ratio that also happens to be a fast oxidizer will tend to be able to tolerate mercury fillings, vaccine toxins, fluoridated water, etc. better than someone with high copper who also happens to be a slow oxidizer. And, of course, when you get two high copper lovers making babies, well, you end up with more copper, or as I affectionately call them, carrot-top babies. Now, throw in estrogen-mimicking chemicals, add a dash of aspartame, a sprinkle of MSG, a mouthful of mercury, a few rounds of antibiotics, over-the-counter pain meds, and a few vaccines, and you end up with a witch's brew that is going to transform into what we call autism. So, Dr. Dittman, is this still the way you feel since you wrote the book? Yes, I mean, that's, that's one uh, scenario. I'm trying to give a a really on-the-ground picture of what's happening in our daily lives uh, around copper toxicity uh, because that's what we're ingesting every day, the things uh, we're talking about there. And, uh, you know, there's there's clear correlations with many studies now uh, linking autism spectrum disorders to high copper and copper toxicity in the brain and the nervous system, it's clearly, clearly correlated that uh, when pregnant mothers are zinc deficient and have copper excess, that their offspring are much more prone to have neurological and behavioral abnormalities, for instance. So, and this has been also shown in animal studies. So this is nothing new. This has been going on since probably the 50s with Carl Pfeiffer's work at Princeton even Linus Pauling's, uh, you know, Orthomolecular Institute has done studies on these, these uh, issues uh, going way back. It's nothing new, but now we have a lot more data. It's even more uh, solid theory these days. And uh, the way I look at it is that, that we, we clearly know what's an ideal ratio. We clearly know what's I, what are ideal levels of these metals in the body. And we clearly understand today the extremely dangerous combination of heavy metals plus high copper and what Mm -hmm. that equals. So, uh, you know, back to that vegetarian diet, I don't want people to think I'm against vegetarianism. Just the reverse. I I think it's a great thing to want to be a vegetarian. These are the best people in the world. They care about the environment. They care about kids and animals. They tend to be uh, highly educated people, Um, except that we haven't figured all these things out to... Perhaps, you know, coming from ethnic backgrounds that have been consumed dairy and eggs and, and meat uh, uh, for many, many uh, thousands of years and how long, um, and to try to change this in one lifetime is, is impractical. Um, I've seen it, um, you know, work with some people, but uh, I think it would be great to figure out a way to get uh, stable uh, bioavailable proteins into into uh, people uh, without uh, the copper toxicity. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these things make things, uh, a lot of these uh, new solutions have made things worse, worse like spir- spirulina, which was real popular um, in, 
you know, the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, uh, unfortunately, it was highly contaminated with neurotoxins from pesticides runoff into Lake Klamath and so forth. And so, and the, the people got even worse cop to- copper toxicity uh, from all that. So, uh, remember the, the also the the combining of pesticides, which are xenoestrogens, oftentimes with high copper, which is already very estrogenic. It's a very dangerous one. And and we hear a lot of discussion about hormones, like. Progesterone, you know, it's like when zinc is, uh, you know, bioavailable in the body, from which is highly bioavailable from meat, by the way, grass-fed beef and, and other products, um, the uh, progesterone is more imbalanced with estrogens. And however, if someone's zinc deficient, uh, you know, and, and I'm not talking about metal forms of zinc; those are not uh, that absorbable, actually, um, but. Uh, when when someone has uh, zinc deficiency, they're much more much more estrogenic, much more prone to have emotional problems, psychological problems, uh, physical problems related to the immune system and their hormones. So we've all heard about how progesterone is really uh, balancing for women as they get older. Uh, they get too much estrogens, especially the so-called the bad estrogens, like estradiol, in abundance. Uh, of the three estrogens you know, estrone, estriol, and estradiol, the so-called bad estrogen, the toxic form, is the estradiol that causes us problems, you know, like it, it promotes tumor growth and breast cancer and other problems. So, you know, these are, I'm, I'm trying to paint a, a vast landscape here to give people a context for this conversation. Is my take-home message here that I shouldn't be eating the chocolate, but I should be eating the steak? <laughs> well, you know, it's. Um, I think chocolate's not a big deal. I, I think I encourage people to get tested. Uh, you know, a hair analysis or a tissue mineral analysis is is not that expensive for for the kind of information you're getting. It tells you a lot about yourself, from heavy metals to a broad spectrum of trace elements and other important minerals. We can tell a lot of things about adrenal function, thyroid function, blood sugar metabolism. Uh, blood, blood, uh, you know, balance, uh, you know, intracellular communication and cell membrane function. We can tell a whole lot from this liver function. So I, I find that um, it's one of the easiest things to do. I like it because you can do it on babies, you can do it on kids. You know, I've even done it on animals and horses and so forth, racehorses. It, you know, it's uh, no one complains usually when you cut a little bit of their hair and take a sample. Uh, it's painless and it's not that expensive, and you can find out so much information about yourself and your mate. So, so we need to get someone who can read it right. That's the, I thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the interpretation really is the key because um, it's it's usually it's used clinically by most uh, practitioners as a screening for heavy metals, but. Uh, with a properly trained uh, doctor, you know, you can find out a lot more through the interpretation about yourself and your mate. And if you, can, if you correct these imbalances prior to conception, I find uh, just that alone, uh, it makes a huge difference in the birth outcomes and the health and function of your baby. Okay, so you relate the copper-zinc ratio to preparing preconceptually, and how does one do that? Well, um, you know, it's uh, just by like a, uh, requesting a hair analysis report and um, you just, just clipping a little bit of hair from the, the nape of the neck and 
send it in, come back, it, it, you know, you get your results a couple weeks later, usually. Um, and it's, it's just really interesting. Um, everyone I know who, who does it say, my God, this is so fascinating. You know, it's, everyone loves to hear about themselves and learn more about themselves. And so you learn about more who you are and you learn about your parents and you learn about your ancestors. You find out what kind of patterns you have and you start understanding why your aunts and, you know, your, your mom uh, get in arguments all the time or why they're hyper-emotional. Or, and you can actually start bringing some rational discussion to all that. So like, you know, why, why don't you guys balance out your copper zinc levels? <laughs> you know, and, and it's actually quite fun in my opinion because now you have a way to actually reinvent yourself, reinvent the, the destiny of your children. And the most powerful time to do that is preconception before the blueprint is set at conception because once that blueprint is set, the, the train is rolling. And um, so that's why I've seen over the years uh, trying to do these things during pregnancy is impractical because you can't really do any kind of massive detoxification during pregnancy because whatever is in the mother's liver is going to get dumped into the fetus's or the embryo's brain, and that's really dangerous. So... Uh, you can do gentle detoxification, but you can't do anything really radical enough to uh, cause a massive elimination of things like, you know, cadmium, uh, lead, uh, mercury, and so forth. Uh, it's just not practical. So that's, that really means preconception. In fact, when I talk to ministers of health, I, uh, and they agree with me about this uh, all across the board, we really should be doing this in every junior high school, every high school. We should screen children... Be at that age, so that when they go to college and they start a family, they're already balanced. And that would save us thousands of dollars relative to $1 it would take to just test them. Um, we're paying for it one way or another, but if we pay later, we're paying a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very remarkable to me that we're using phrases like reinvent childhood, you know, back several decades ago, you know, maybe half a century ago, we did not have to reinvent childhood. Uh, for the most part, children were healthy. Now, yes. And now we're talking about having to reinvent childhood. And, yes, and uh, it is extremely tragic. And, you know, when I look at children who have ASD disorders, I think, okay, most of this is preventable. And it's because in those days, I mean... Let's go back. You can clearly see in the graphs that the introduction of GMOs and excess antibiotic use, uh, that certain vaccinations, um, you know, aspartame, uh, you need artificial sweeteners like sucralose, uh, which, you know, damage the gut bacteria. Um, these estrogenic pesticides uh, after World War II, you can see how these problems started to spike. Now, I think I, I, I joke and say, you know, most of Americans, we are like, you know, Elizabeth Taylor. We're still coasting off of national velvet, you know, and we're coasters. We're coasting off of our strong genetics that our ancestors have built up over thousands and millions of years or whatever it is. I don't, you know, we don't have that, um, we don't have the, the, the leeway anymore. We don't have the grace period anymore. We, we've hit a wall and we have to take action. I, what, what baffles me is that politicians haven't made this their number one priority. 
I mean, you know, we're living in this hyper-materialistic order where we've lost basic moral and ethical values and principles, but we're not taking a stand for something that really matters, and that's future generations. It baffles me that politicians don't even think it's worth considering even mentioning. But their, it's a national priori- their priorities are wrong. And first, I, I agree. We've taken, we've taken many thousands of years of, of human existence, and in our arrogance, we've decimated it in decades. And we will be back with Dr. Roy Dittman, and thank you to this program's sponsors, OxyHealth and Superberries. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Every weekend, take some time out of your schedule for new reflections featuring Dr. Adam Rubenstein. It's a show about all things aesthetic, from skin care to plastic surgery, health, and beauty. You'll learn about the aesthetic products and procedures to embrace or avoid. Each show will feature live, virtual, interactive consultations that you'll be able to follow along with and featured guests from the world of beauty and aesthetics. Listen Saturdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, for new reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We ended the last segment on a realistic but somber note, but Dr. Dittman uh, assures me that he can suggest a solution. But before that, we're going to talk about Lyme disease. And this book is so huge. It's so comprehensive. By the way, where can we get this book? Well, it's going to be in all the bookstores. It's, it will be published by Balboa, which is a, a division of Hay House, and uh, it's called The Brighton Baby. Um, the first volume is about preconception and conception, and uh, it will be available really quite everywhere uh, in August. Yes. Okay, looking forward to that. In your book, you also address Lyme disease, and you alluded to that earlier in the program, so let's talk about that more. You link Lyme disease with a zinc deficiency and a corresponding uptake of heavy metals. Yes. Well, it's well known that Lyme uh, spirochetes uh, unleash a pathogenic form of uh, birth control, in a sense, because uh, chronic zinc deficiencies cripple the testicles' ability to manufacture sperm, for instance. Very important. Um, I, I like to start there because uh, a lot of men, you know, they kind of delegate uh, the whole domain of pregnancy and, and children, uh, rightly instinctually so, to, to women. And it is their domain. Uh, to, uh, it, it's their instincts. Uh, we don't have the same maternal uh, nesting instincts. Obviously, we don't breastfeed. So, you know, we kind of 
you know, hand it over to women. However, in this area of preconception, I emphasize in the preconception volume book um, that it's just the reverse, that the male uh, role in terms of having healthy sperm and healthy balance and getting off of all drugs and toxins and is extremely important. So oftentimes, you know, I see this happen where I talk to the to the, to the woman and to the wife, and she says, you know, I want them to do all these things. I want to have a perfectly healthy baby. And then we get down the road, and he says, oh, but my, my, my husband doesn't want to do anything. He, he says, if you, it's fine if you do it, but, I, you know, I'm too busy. And um, so I've, I've put a, a chapter in this book that they can literally, uh, you know, in a gentle diplomatic way, give to their husbands or their, their, their partner and say, you know, here, read this part. And... Uh, and I talk to men. I, I, I'm creating, you know, ways that men can enter the conversation without feeling, you know, embarrassed or uh, awkward because uh, I think we must uh, open up the conversation to men because they're uh, at least half of it. In animal husbandry, uh, the male part, uh, you know, is more than half. It's more important, actually. Mm. So it's not much different with humans. But back to Lyme's disease, um, you know, the uh, limes just strips the, uh, you know, the body of uh, zinc, and it just consumes your, all of your zinc. Uh, not all of it. I'm exaggerating. But it, it really is devastating on the zinc metabolism in the body. And, and that's why it makes it so dangerous. So you can see the pattern. You know, someone's been exposed to, you know, pesticides because they eat non-organic grapes. They have already high copper. They're using aspartame. Uh, they, they've had their vaccines. They're, uh, been, they've done, you know, you know, dozens of, you know, they've done a dozen r- rounds of antibiotics in their lifetime. Uh, you see how this, uh, then they get Lyme disease because they had uh, a rat in their, in their attic and the rat had fleas and they get bitten by fleas that have Lyme or um, they're walking, you know, somewhere and the animal uh, gets a, a tick and they get bitten by a tick. You know, these things wouldn't be a problem in the past so much, but our immune systems are so compromised that it is now much more virulent in our body. And if you combine that with excess copper, with the stripped zinc because of the Lyme's disease, well, then you have a whole string of other problems that happen because then you get all kinds of fungal forms which are promoted by the excess copper and hormonal balances uh, feeding these pathogenic infections, including candida. So it, you can see how this, uh, the microbial soup is an un- un- unavoidable topic here, that we have to look at the, uh, you know, the, the solution here, which I want to talk about next, is one of the solutions that we must uh, implement is restoring the gut bacteria, and that's not as simple as it seems, and it's not as simple as going to get, you know, a little yogurt out of the supermarket. Um, Well. So you've illuminated how we can't just address these things with, like, um, gunshot pharmaceuticals because there's a microbial soup. It's more complicated. One thing feeds into another thing. Yes. I mean, if somebody has... uh, you know, what's the trifecta for autism? The, the combination of within a two- or three-month period of, uh, of receiving vaccine, 
uh, NSAIDs or acetaminophen or, or uh, and um, uh, antibiotics, right, uh, uh, close together. Um, and, and so one of the factors there is stripping the gut bacteria by the antibiotics. Of course, the antibiotics cause, the, you know, uh, the infection to go away, so there's the illusion that the, the, the baby or the mother is better off, but actually it couldn't be more opposite because other than the bacterial forms, the other forms, the fungal, mold, yeast, uh, you know, viral, um, spirochete uh, forms uh, actually proliferate more. And um, so, you know, there are super strains of, uh, of both exogenous and endogenous, uh, you know, human super strains uh, that can be ingested. Um, and, and also the exogenous forms, which are, you know, environmental kinds of uh, bacteria as well, which also are very important for uh, eliminating and competing with the excessive uh, overgrowth of things like the fungal candida forms. And so what's great about this is it's a, your body's really cellular immunity is linked to this gut bacteria. And even a lot of the doctor line so-called probiotics, I find they're highly ineffective. They're, they don't have an, it's not high enough of a dosage. It's not the correct forms. And uh, the, um, some of these delicate super strains um, they're just not in those uh, ordinary formulas anymore. You were telling me about some probiotics that were like multi-strain and really um, effective. Yeah, it just so happens that, you know, nature makes the most potent, uh, powerful uh, microbes are also the most delicate. So um, there, there, are, there are super strains of uh, microbiota that, can be ingested safely by infants and by mothers. I strongly encourage everyone to do this, including the fathers to be, by the way, because um, gut bacteria affects everything in the body, literally everything, our gene expression, our epigenetic function, sperm production, uh, liver function, gut bacteria, I mean gut function, absorption, elimination, uh, the neutralization of pesticides and organophosphates in the body. It, it, it's, uh, you know, it's just hundreds and hundreds of functions, not, not to mention that it's, it's the gut bacteria that's producing every known enzyme, even unknown enzymes, uh, that uh, help you to digest, absorb efficiently your food. Um, and that's really what we mean by oxidation rate or not to be confused with oxygenation. But oxidation, I, I want to define that word because we've mentioned that. It really defines simply your ability to convert the food you ingest and the drinks you ingest to energy, to efficient forms of energy, biological energy, not stimulant energy. And, uh, you know, that, that's what we need to give our children. The reason why children are fidgety at school, the reason why they are hyperactive, so to speak, and they're diagnosed with this is they're so deficient and they're so, um, that they, um, you know, the adrenals don't work. They can't go to sleep properly. They don't take naps anymore. And they're fidgety uh, because they're deficient. Um, they, you know, so you have to ask the question, why do they give them something like Ritalin, which is a methamphetamine analog, which is just a stimulant, when they're so deficient? You know, they, you, know you think they would do the opposite, right? Because you, you think they'd give them something that would sedate them. But 
you know, these solutions actually do calm them down uh, because as you, um, as you see that the problem is, is they're highly deficient. So uh, the, adrenal, the adrenal function is, uh, uh, has been impaired. And, um, uh, you know, what we're talking about here is zinc, uh, zinc function has a lot to do uh, in, with the adrenal uh, sex steroid hormones as well. And oftentimes you'll see if people, like say if a mother has adrenal insufficiency, which a lot of us to some degree have in any uh, city because of just the stress, right, um, that, that, that will correlate alone to high copper. In other words, if you just have an adrenal insufficiency, usually there's a high copper component. And, um, uh, you know, this then gets... Uh, passed on to the child and so forth. So there's, there's other ways of dealing with these things more directly, more rationally. Um, and I like to talk about probiotics because that's, that's your cellular immunity. And now the baby has a much stronger uh, defensive system. So if it is exposed to heavy metals, if it is exposed to xenoestrogens, those probiotics will transform a lot of those estrogens uh, into benign particles and, and factors in the body, and it will also help to neutralize heavy metals and other toxins. Um, but when we strip a baby's defense away by giving antibiotics, we leave them defenseless, really. Good points, very good points. We'll pick up on this when we come back to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel with Dr. Roy Dittman. Thank you to this program's sponsors, OxyHealth and Superberries. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio, dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Professionals and families who are dealing with autism face challenges that can lead to many questions. Questions about how to understand, communicate, and support each other. Every week, Autism Today with host Dr. Patrick J. Rydell will focus on dealing with the diagnosis and the day-to-day challenges of autism spectrum disorders. Dr. Rydell will combine his 30 years of experience along with featured guests from the ASD field to provide their insights and answers to your questions. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866 472 5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back with Dr. Roy Dittman, who has convinced me to put down the giant-sized chocolate bar and cook some raw oysters for dinner. Dr. Dittman, you have been talking about solutions to stop this vicious cycle of uh, illness, which includes autism, which is a whole body condition and an illness, and and handled uh, beginning in preconception. Yes. Uh, well, there's you know there's a lot of other things. I I I like to focus on fundamentals and. 
you know, that means to me uh, properly hydrating the body, um, giving the body bioavailable minerals, which are the precursors to the enzyme catalysts in the body, with the probiotics we've just mentioned, uh, things like uh, adequate sunlight, um, adequate and appropriate exercise, and, um, and, and, and diet as well. So I, I want to talk a little bit more about solutions. And <clears throat> one of the things that is very important is to get the right kinds of oils and eliminate the bad oils in the body. And there's a lot of uh, disinformation around oils and fats and so forth. And this whole cholesterol myth, I'm not, I was never in favor of this. In the early 80s, I was already seeing horrible birth defects happening from, you know, women believing their doctors tell them that the lower their cholesterol, the better. Horrible birth defects, you know, happen from doctors recommending even as low as 120, uh, you know, levels of Cholesterol, you know, you need cholesterol, first of all, to create hormones and to create the fetal and brain. So there's a reason why women uh, who have a little bit of fat on them are more attractive to men. Many studies have shown that over 95% of men don't think that super thin women are attractive. They're not attractive to, to us at all. And, in fact, we're just worried about you if someone's that thin. And so that, that whole trend of, uh, you know, no fat in your diet and so forth is quite a fad. It's just a fad. I think it's almost like a superstition. Uh, there's no evidence that shows that uh, eliminating fats, healthy fats and oils from your diet, like Weston Price pointed out way back when, are healthy for us. Now, the problem is when we oxidize the oils, when they become rancid, when we fry them, when we overheat them, but grass-fed based uh, ghee, like they use in India, even the Brahmins use those. That's why you see a lot of these brilliant scientists so coming over from India. They, they know a lot about that um, and experience. And, and things like, um, you know, certain kinds of fish oils. Uh, but we want to get the balance of omega-3s to 6, ideally 1 to 1 or at least 3 to 1. In other words, 3 omega-3s to uh, to uh, one omega-6 or, or one, even better, one-to-one one ratio. The problem with uh, back to carbohydrates and carbohydrate diets is even though it says it doesn't have any fats or oils in that cracker, what's hidden in that cracker are grains, which are high in omega-6. So you're getting an uh, uh, inflammatory response right away from all of that. And there's massive inflammation going on from these hidden fats and oils in our diet. Every time you go to a restaurant... You're, you're getting oils that are probably not very good. They're reused oils. They're, uh, they're highly rancid. I, I don't like taking my children to restaurants anymore because I know that they're using horrible oils, and I'm poisoning them, basically, and causing massive inflammation. And, um, you know, so I, I try to really control the oils that I put in my children's mouth. Um, you know, get the fresh you know, oils from flax seeds, you know, at least. And, and if you are going to use those kinds of uh, oils, uh, hemp, hemp seed uh, oils um, and, um, you know, oils that are high in GLA, you want to also consume the parent oils, the ALA and the LA, linoleic acid, alpha linoleic acid, um, and the super, uh, the cosmohexanoic acids. These, these are... Um, these have uh, other functions and really help to form the brain and nervous system better in the, in the developing embryo. 
So we used to think, you know, fish oils were the solution, but now I'm looking at it's more complex than that. I go back to Western Price. Western Price Foundation has pointed out this out for a long time. They've got plenty of really research showing that, you know, raw butter, that means uncooked, unpasteurized butter, raw goat milk, um, raw cheese are very important for us. We need to give our kids lots of fats and oils. We need to give pregnant women lots of healthy fats and oils. Load them up on, you know, fresh, organic, raw coconut oil. Um, coconut juice is like an isotonic solution. It's also very healthy for, you, for your electrolytes. Now, these fats and oils work in conjunction with um, uh, minerals, bioavailable minerals from ocean uh, based seawater formulas like the ketone marine plasma and fulvic uh, soil based um, you know healthy uh, uh, you know mineral products as well they all work together in the body to to help our enzymes work better therefore they feed they are the prebiotic to the probiotics this is where it comes down this is a perfect way to conclude because what what are you feeding your body you're actually living off in some to some extent your own probiotics in your gut. That's how people can, you know, you hear about these saints who fast for a long time on live on nothing. Uh, I think they're actually living on their probiotics in their gut. Um, but um, we know that that's what cows do. For instance, we're, they're eating the grass, not because it has a lot of nutrition. It, it, it feeds the probiotics in their gut. So they have these massive, you know, stores of probiotics, and they're living off the enzymes that are there. Our bodies are basically run by enzymes, really, and and their cofactors and synergists. And does that get back to why zinc is so important? Absolutely, because zinc, that zinc-copper balance is critical for both the DNA and RNA transcriptase, which is happening right now every second in every one of the 140 trillion cells in your body determining how you express those genes right now. Both the RNA and DNA is being transcribed by a metalloenzyme based either upon zinc or copper. And that balance, the levels are very important. And by the way, I don't want people to be scared of copper. Copper is a wonderful element in proper balance. So uh, there's been many studies that show that uh, people who have higher, you know, good levels, healthy, moderate levels of copper and zinc in their bodies live much longer, for instance. So uh, you want to get adequate amounts of copper and zinc, but not too deficient and not in excess. That's the point. All right. And if you'd like a transcriptase of this show, please take some zinc. So, <laughs> exactly. That, I want to thank you, Dr. Dittman, for putting together a really excellent, comprehensive book on preconception health. I'm looking forward to getting my copy in August. Well, thank you, Terry. And uh, I, I thank you for inviting me on here on, the, on your program. And it's a pleasure to, to really enlighten people about these factors, the blind spots, that'll help them to have a healthy, you know, vibrant, radiant, happy children that uh, will go on to, you know, this is a gift that keeps on giving for the rest of your life. So, uh, again, I can't emphasize more the, the importance of preconception preparation. Absolutely. And Betsy will be back next week talking about family-friendly fermented vegetables. Thank you to this program's sponsors, OxyHealth and Superberries. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit autismone.org. 
Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga.